Yes, yes, Casanovians. Alpha guy, bro. I don't know if you can hear that dog bark in the background with a... I don't know if you could hear that. Um, anyway, I'm about to... Uh, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I'm about to play you uh, a discussion that I had with an absolute Casanovian cult legend, Ephraim, who's now got his own YouTube channel. Uh, so he's building that at the moment, which I'm delighted to see. Like, this is what it is, boys, right? Like, this is what it is. It's not just about me helping you skyrocket your cold approach skills, right? Like, yes, I will do that. I will help you accelerate your progress, get more options that you know what to do with and help you finally feel in control of your dating life. But it's so much deeper than that, right? And hopefully you can see that, right? Hopefully... Um, if you resonate with me and you like what I do, you can see that this is holistic. It's it's life game, right? It's I want I want everyone who's associated with me to win, right? I want us all to get more girls, make more money, escape the nine to five, and live that fully independent international lifestyle. So yeah, I love the fact that Ephraim, it's it's this holistic transformation, right? It's not just a day game side of things; it's a life game side of things. So he's building his online personal brand, creating beautiful pieces of art that he's putting out there into the world just it's, it's just this yeah holistic you get what i'm saying so anyway um yeah this is the discussion it is available on youtube but like i said in the previous podcast i want to make it available wherever you get your podcast as well all i ask in return is that if you are listening to this and you are getting value from it then give the podcast a big fat five star review all right it helps me to know that the content is being received well and it also helps other guys discover the content so ultimately we can help more guys change more lives and make the world a better fucking place yeah so put that good karma out there into the world rising tide lifts all the boats bang it a five-star review and enjoy the discussion <laughs> the people are getting a good look at your uh, your, your, your studio man things have changed man since we first met you got the fucking solo solo pad now things are things are on the increase anyway um yeah let's start off by you introducing yourself to anybody who does not know who you are absolutely yeah so i'm ephraim i am 23 years old from the bay area california born and raised and I really didn't get into this space in general until coming across Christian Casanova's content. So watched a handful of videos and decided to get into contact with Christian for the fast forward four difficult months. <laughs> we were finally able to meet up in Warsaw. Uh, he gave me the playbook. I really just worked with him on pushing through my social barriers and landed back in the U.S. a new man. So since may 2023 so earlier this year i've just been i mean my life has really exploded <laughs> funny enough christian i was thinking about this earlier i was like wow my life has exploded since really since like moving out of living with a girl but like truly since like meeting and working with you there have been so many changes in my life and it's kind of ridiculous which i'm sure we'll end up going over but uh, just to circle back so worked with Christian, yeah, uh, started improving my life in all areas. And here I am in the best place I've been financially, socially, physically. And yeah, I'm, I'm ready to keep moving forward. Yeah, I mean, look, to this day, I think the Warsaw experience, it's certainly been one of the highlights of my year. But like whenever, whenever I look back on it, I've just got such nostalgia for it, like such fond memories and like, I think some memories are just best kept like that. 
Like they just, they're so special. Like when you've got them like stored in your mind that I don't feel as though like we could ever recreate anything as like unique <laughs> or special as that. Cause like you say, there was so many uh, vicissitudes, like turbulent moments that we had to get through. Like I got fucking banned from America. I remember being in that <laughs> airport. Like I'd been banned from America. I'd lost a shitload of money. I was sat on the floor speaking to my mom and this, this, this cleaning lady came over to me. Like you can't sit there. I was like, <laughs> oh, I can't get much worse than this. <laughs> Please, lovely cleaning lady, show show mercy. Um, and then obviously you you got your uh, passport fast tracked, able to basically just get me out of that that ditch that essentially I dug for myself. It was my own fault. I got banned from America because I didn't do the necessary um, research for it. Everything happened very quickly, right. and then yeah, I think when you demonstrate that level of faith in me. Like, no, listen, I really want to have this experience with you. I'm prepared to do whatever I need to, to do to have this. Like, automatically, you just become became, like, one of my most treasured friends. Even though we'd never met each other, you just, like, met me, like, on the internet. We'd had calls. Like, we were sending voice messages back and forth. But, like, the level of, like, commitment that and faith and optimism that, that you displayed to me. Like, I explained in the period of the video, like, life's a value exchange. Like, mm -hmm. you only feel as though you matter when you make other people matter. And that's why my mission, it was just to over-deliver with the value, to, like, delight you beyond belief and to make sure that your entire life holistically was truly transformed. So yeah. do you want to just share with the guys what you were actually like before we had this experience? Because I think that'll be relatable because I think guys are probably going to see you now and they're like, oh, well, this guy's probably had it easy his entire life. Like, he's a hashtag natural. It probably all came really easy to him. Like, you want to share some anecdotes? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then just uh, real quick before I do that, to go back to what you just mentioned about, <clears throat> like, value exchange and me having faith in you, the reason I did was because there's just a certain level of maybe congruence is the word that you can just really see that you that you permeate in your videos. And it's a lot different from a lot of other creators where you can tell, okay, this person's bluffing, this person isn't speaking from experience, but it's it's a culmination of like the video footage of you going from Trogi to where you are now. And yep. then notice how I'm, I'm starting to casually use that word. <laughs> Thank there you. And that's the vocab. <laughs> <laughs> the lexicon is getting off me now. <laughs> that's the main thing I got from Christian was words like that. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's the best way I can describe it. It's just like a certain level of, of believability there where I was like, okay, this guy is serious. So it doesn't really matter that he got banned from America. It doesn't matter about all of these little hiccups that we have along the way. The end result is still the same. It's just like, it's a harder path to get there. So that's how I saw it. So yeah, to talk about where I was previously. So I think it's relevant probably to start at like high school, like I guess we could say like pre-high school. So pre-high school, I was a gamer. I love Black Ops. I love Call of Duty. I love playing like NBA 2K. At least I did. So that was my thing was I wasn't, I wasn't becoming like socially lubricated early on in life. Sure, I was talking and playing on the playground, et cetera, but it was just a lot of like isolation, playing games in my room for hours to days on end. I'd go spring breaks where I wouldn't even come out of my apartment. My mom would bring me meals to my door. It was pathetic. <clears throat> and when I got to high school, I kind of lucked out when my friends convinced me to play football. And like that guidance paired with natural athletic ability just led to me thriving in that environment. And as we all know, with 
football with sports in high school comes popularity, comes just free friends. And so I was able to get acclimated socially because of just the sports that I played and getting invited to different events. <laughs> and so thankfully I had experiences with people socially, but then mainly with girls earlier on. Now, fair, to be fair, they weren't, there weren't many intimate experiences, so I wasn't seasoned there, but at least I knew how to decently interact with girls. I got better at that in high school. And then there was a huge shift that happened after high school because I went from Mr. Football player, top of the food chain to day after graduation. I'm 18 year old, no skills. I don't know how to navigate the world. I don't know how to interact with people, how to speak the corporate talk, all of that. So <clears throat> I really had to just start from the bottom of the ladder. Uh, there's a long story about why I didn't go to college, but long story short, I didn't go. And so I started working uh, like low paying, high labor or low paying labor jobs. So I was washing windows. I was cleaning gutters. I was pressure washing. I was working at a restaurant. And through these, I'm, I'm very thankful because through these skills, I was able to learn hard work. I was able to learn how certain people can look down on you based on your profession. And I kind of made it a note never to become like that, but then also to just never take the, the, this kind of work for granted because sure, one day I might be Mr. Programmer, big tech making big money, but that doesn't make me inherently better than anybody um, just because they're washing a window. So that was kind of a tangent, but yeah, just to bring it back, I just worked on myself socially while I was um, like increasing my income and learning skills. And then I was briefly, now it's, now to tie it into what's relevant, I was briefly introduced to this space um, approaching women, interacting with girls, seeking out uncomfortable situations. I was briefly introduced to this nine to 18, 19 years old through YouTube, through Julian Blanc, through the red pill rabbit hole. And I kind of went away from that for a bit, thought that I, I knew everything at 19 years old. And then, yeah, found myself at 22 with the big, big tech, big money job. I was looking decent physically but I still had no activity when it came to girls. It was just the occasional Tinder match or um, some, some interesting looking lady at a bar. And <laughs> so I was, yeah, I, at that point I came across Christian's content literally like a couple months after I got laid off, which now in hindsight, I'm, I'm so thankful I got laid off because that is what allowed for the gap for us to fly mm -hmm. to Warsaw and get together. So yeah, it's a bit about me. So now, yeah, today, here we are after our experience uh, and my life has, has changed for the better. And how did you find it, like, going from Warsaw back home? Because I think that's always an interest. I'm always curious about that because you could go to a fitness retreat in Thailand. They, they teach you the diet, you know, nutrition, train this way, like give you everything you could possibly need. But ultimately, a personal trainer can't stop you from stuffing your face with donuts at like 12 p.m. There has to be a level of self-accountability there. And obviously you knew that going back home, how were you able to actually manage that? Like, was there anything that you did after working with me that made the transition process easier? Yeah, I'd say the first thing is that spending four weeks with you where we were aggressively mm. hitting the streets and doing the approaches is really what set the stage for when I got back home, because there's only so much that I could have unlearned in, let's say, the, the week since I had been back. 
And so even if I was scared, which thankfully I was able to actually go and, and act on my impulses, but even if I was scared, I think that there's just, we had just built up so much history. We'd flex the muscles so much. There's no way that it would atrophy that quickly. So, but as far as techniques, not necessarily, it was more so just what I'm realizing now, and I'll talk about it with you funny enough. It, it has to do with this, this shock watch that I just bought. <laughs> what I'm realizing uh, now at 23 is that I'm much more motivated by uh, the fear of not acting on what I know I need to do than I am on being motivated by like the, the ivory tower that we talk about, the, the destination, getting to the place. And mm. like that, that all looks great to me, but like it's, it motivates me less than running away from the average, running away from the mediocre. And so uh, that's kind of the, the mindset that I had when I was back was, well, it's, it's, it's less about, I want to go and approach that girl. And it's more about, I don't want to not do it because of how mm. shitty I'll feel afterwards. And and how mad it'll make me and how I'll be thinking about it all day. This actually, and, and which I still deal with, because this literally happened to me on uh, on Monday, which was my last day at my previous job. And I was like, well, shit, I could burn the streets down today. Why would I not? Why did I not go up to that girl? I saw this amazing looking girl, but yeah. So anyways, long story short, I don't really have many techniques. I know a lot of guys that are in the community that you built up, they actually, they do have like these pre-gaming techniques. You You talk a lot about it. Uh, hit the gym cold shower do these things and mm -hmm. i do i do definitely find a difference as far as like just my like my overall state if i do mm -hmm. those things previous but as far as just finding success yeah it's really just like not wanting to not do it more than anything i i really like that because oftentimes i try and get guys not to experience failure in advance like confidence is being able to almost experience success in advance, right? But I actually think now that you said that, experiencing failure in advance is actually valuable because you've got that FOMO kicking in. It's like if you're, if you see that girl and then you imagine yourself not doing it and then you experience pain, it's almost mm -hmm. like to borrow a phrase from uh, Joe Dispenza, you're able to remember your future, right? You're able to literally remember your future because you know what that pain will, like that pain will inflict onto you by experiencing failure in advance. You're like, well, if I don't do it, I know I'm going to kick myself. And also, I think it's important to know that every single person, it doesn't matter who you are, everyone lets opportunity slide. I think that's important for, for guys' overall mental state to recognize this. Like, not, not everyone, actually no one on this earth is approaching every single girl, like literally cashing in on every opportunity. But I think as long as you are um, taking action on at least 80% of them, you're doing an incredible job. But I do think in this space, guys do need to be slightly kinder to themselves because, you know, everyone's had it. You go out there, you see one opportunity, you don't do it, then another one, and then you let a few go. And then now you're in your head and you're like, oh, it's not my day today. I find the best thing to do is just be able to laugh about it. Just be like, oh, fuck's sake, Christian. Stop being a pussy. You know you can do it. So why are you not going over there? And just like be like a coach to myself. That like really helps me. Making a bit of a joke out of it. Actually having fun with it. Because this can get like unnecessarily serious at times. You know, if you are yeah, going. Because I know like, I think we we disagree. We, we healthily disagree on different things in this community. We have different uh, philosophies about training. Like, I, I like to schedule my training, right? I like to know right. I'm going to be training Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. I know I like to know what's going to be happening. You're completely different with your training philosophy, are you? Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's funny. And I like that you say healthy disagreement because I don't, I don't think there is a, like a right or, way, right or wrong way to approach this. And then just to take this another level, this just kind of speaks to your humility, your social intelligence. You're able to be a coaching figure in this space, but then also not like try to just hold on to this role forever. Like you're able to yeah. bring your guys up with you mm. and, and invite healthy discussion rather than like dictate things and how things should be. But yeah, just for me, I think maybe part of this, as I was thinking more about it was that there was kind of like a habit built in high school because playing football, they had us in the weight room, you know, year round. So I think that because I didn't have to schedule it myself and that was kind of offloaded to the coach that kind of just stuck with me throughout the years so that now my body is more so just like craving the workout rather than me scheduling it out because I won't go otherwise. I'll just go because my body's so much more used to being sore and being in that like recovery state now than it is not being it. And then of course, seeing the physical benefits, it's like, why would I not go? So yeah, it's and, um, a philosophy, but go ahead. When, because the training philosophy links, in my opinion, to the cold approach philosophy, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you're when you when you return home, you're you're more of a acting on impulse type of let's say player, a player of the yeah. game of life. Like you're able to just go out there, not necessarily have to do any like pre gaming rituals or get yourself into yeah. state or warm up. You're able to just go, right? Yeah. I think that's that's more rare, I think. And for me as well, yeah, right? even like the level of proficiency that I've got to, I just feel better in myself. Mm. I've already like stacked wins previously in the day. Like, I feel as though then I'm operating from a place of wholeness rather than from a place of lack. I don't really, I personally, I'm not one of those guys who's like, yeah, just approach that girl. Even if you're feeling shitty, even if you're like yeah. an absolute mess, you just finish the day. I'm not, I'm not an advocate of that. I think... Yeah. If you are going to approach a girl, if I'm going to approach a girl, I want to present my best self to her because like the way that I start that relationship in my mind, and I might be wrong about this and it's fine. I, I want that relationship to start from a place of, I felt whole when I approached her. Right. And I, look, I could flip that. I'm thinking about it now. I could flip that. I could approach her looking like shit and I turn up on the date and she's like, fuck me. You look like this. <laughs> so it, it works. It works. It's, again, there's, there's no right or wrong ways. I'm debating with myself as I'm saying this, which is beautiful. It's good to actually yeah you know, be able to question your own belief systems. Um, but yeah, for you, that just seems to work, right? Right. I think the thinking behind there is that there is not much thinking. So when I'm going into those scenarios, it's more so just like you said, it's the act on impulse portion. But part of it is the running away from the not doing it, like running away from the failure. But also, yeah, it's just like I didn't, with, with a lot of things that I do in life, I don't really like to make them a big deal. I don't like to make uh, like birthdays a big deal. I don't like to make, I don't want to celebrate when I got a new job. It's just like, that's, we're checking that off the list. So I see the pretty girl and it's, it's less about, I mean, it is about I'm attracted. Yeah. I'd love to have her number, but it's less about like, I need to make sure that the delivery is great. I need to make sure that I'm in state and my conversation skills are up. For me, it's just like, I just need to get in there and figure it out. Like I need to put myself in that uncomfortable situation. Back when we were in Warsaw, I remember the first video I took was, I'm allowed to do things nervous. Like I'm allowed to go into job interviews nervous. I'm allowed to work with you nervous. And I'm allowed to go into these approaches, not fully in state. I'm allowed to be nervous. I'm allowed to fumble over my words. And oftentimes I find that like, even when I'm fumbling over my words, 
she's still so blown away. Like she's so blown away by the fact that I came up and just delivered the compliment anyways, that I'm thinking I'm fumbling over my words and she's thinking, holy shit, I can't believe this is happening. Like she's barely even registering what I'm saying because she's still like, all right, is this a joke where the camera, you know? So it's like, yeah, I, I guess I, for me, it's just like taking the spotlight off myself and realizing, yes, I don't feel the best. Yes. I'm not socially warmed up, but like she's probably not either. And like you say, no one's allergic to a compliment. So yeah, it's just, just putting myself in there is, is the thinking behind that. It's like, fuck it. Like I should get in there. Yes. I'm wearing my, my beanie. Cause I just came from the gym. Yes. I haven't shaved in a few days, but like, she's still beautiful and I can still put myself in there and she can still give me a positive or negative response. And I can still learn from the experience either way. And the, the thing that I for sure get out of this is the feeling of not failing myself. So it's kind of a win either way. Yeah. I, um, I think giving yourself permission to suck is a great practice. Like just really just giving yourself that permission to be shit and I think sometimes guys will, will make the excuse of like, and I've done this plenty of times, like, oh, I'm a perfectionist. No, you're insecure. That's what it means when you say yeah. I'm a perfectionist. If I say to myself, Christian, I'm such a perfectionist. No, it just means you're insecure. That's why you're saying yeah. that. It's a defense mechanism. So stop bullshitting yourself, Christian. It's not because you want to be perfect. It's because you want to be validated. And I think when you are starting with this process, depending on where you start in your life, a big part of it, especially in the early days, you are going out there for validation. You are going out there because you want to get permission from the feminine to know that you are worthy to some extent. You are seen, you are witnessed, you're important. And, that, and that's absolutely fine. I think when guys are starting with this, they put so much pressure on themselves. Like they're trying to be like seductive and flirty and playful, charismatic, magnetic. And it's like, it's too much too soon. I always say yeah. to people, just treat the first 100 you do as batting practice. They're going to be fucking abysmal. You can see mine as well. Like, I've been documenting this shit for over three years now. You can literally just watch back, like, just everything. It's awful. But it, yeah. it, is a rite, it is a rite of passage. And what is it? A smooth sea never, never made a skilled sailor. I was speaking to, to Dan before, and he's like, well, worst case scenario, you've got, you've got a funny story to tell. And that's kind of how I view now, like, my tapestry of life. It's like, it's just a funny story. Like, at the time, when yeah. I was creating that content, I genuinely thought I looked good. Like you don't get yeah, on camera, yeah. you don't, you just don't get on camera. I think there was a level, no, there was definitely a level of, of dilute, like irrational, delusional self-confidence. I'm just sat on that fucking floor with no clothes on being like, yeah, yeah. I'm day gaming. Look how good my approach is. Like, I genuinely thought I looked good. So right. I think, but, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what you think about this, but I do. I think that you do need uh, a level of delusion to succeed. Do you know what I mean? Like if you've got no evidence stacked up, no one's actually believing in you. No one's telling you. Like I was on like £24.82 of universal credit. I was in that grotty apartment. I had no, there was no optimism, right? But I think confidence is optimism in the absence of any certainty, right? It's like, I've got no certainty here, but fuck me, I'm optimistic. And like, it, it's almost like it needs to work. For me, yeah. it's like, I've got that sort of like, like, like cutthroat mentality. It's like, if I'm going to do something, I'm just going to make it work. I've got no idea how I'm going to do it. But I do think that if you want to achieve any sort of like, rip-roaring success i think an element of you does need to be delusional what, what do you think yeah delusional and also i i attribute a lot of that personally to just upbringing to just like the lack mm. back then the previous lack allowed me to thrive now because mm. i'm just i'm just comparing my current self to the the self that i was back then and who i wanted to be back then and i'm getting closer to that that image of course that image is changing all the time but and developing i guess is a better word but yeah, definitely 
delusion because <clears throat> if you were to look at me, if you were to look at you five years ago, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been posting the kind of videos that I've been posting, or I wouldn't have reached out to somebody like you to mm-hmm. help me do a skill set such as approaching girls in broad daylight, such as, like something that's so anxiety inducing, so scary, so out of the norm. And yeah, part, part, a portion of it is, is the delusion and also the, the unattachment from, I don't want to say unattachment from outcome, but there is a portion of you that has to detach from yeah. outcome to do things such as this and hard things. So I think there, that, that yes, maybe we're a bit delusional, but also like there's a lot of like skills or characteristics about us that we've developed that weren't there initially, but have been developed through lack, through doing difficult things because we had to because we wanted to get to a better place in life and we were born with the beautiful genetics which i think to be fair few few people really start looking as good as they end up looking that's true so, yeah I'm kind of going on a few different tangents no no <laughs> especially especially with men definitely i think more men need to be educated on the male journey and realizing that as a man if you do look after yourself your value is peaking around 37 38 like i do genuinely believe that like a lot of my clients now they're in that age bracket it's like the typical you know high achieving busy city worker like lawyer doctor surgeon investment banker and i'm meeting them i'm like what like 10 11 years their senior I'm just so curious about them. I'm like, yeah, I've got like they've paid, they've paid me to to get better at this skill set, but like I'm observing people. I think that's always been one of my best superpowers. Like how I was able to grow, like observing like life and yeah. people. Like if you go to like a super expensive like coffee shop or a cigar lounge and you just sit there and you just watch how these like really wealthy successful people move. Like they're not, they're not going around in like flashy designer clothes. They're very understated. The way they operate, the way that they speak to other people, the way they look at other people. It's like, it, it's, it's such an interesting thing for me. So like, I always say that like, I learn as much from my clients as my clients learn from me. And I think a big part of us working together and it, it ties into the title of the live stream is it's, it's deeper than just day game, right? Like I always use that phrase. I use it a lot with us, with, with life game. Right. Like actually building yourself holistically as a man. So I do think there's a misconception in this space where guys think all they need to do is approach, approach, approach. And the more approaches they do, the more successful with women or whatever they're going to be. And I think, yeah, repetition is important to build consistency, to try out new things, all all that stuff. But I do think that I think men are misguided when it comes to what actually matters and becoming that full package. I think your Uh, a shining example of that now because obviously we spent four weeks together and it wasn't just about day game in fact i would say the day game as the weeks went on actually played a smaller smaller role because you accelerated progress you've got the playbook and then you almost reached this point where you were like what now like what's next like you're almost like hungry for elevation so like yeah which which is probably like a pretty common theme mm. in people that like reach success in any area and when, yeah. when you were speaking, I was thinking about like, okay, if we were to like simplify a lot of this, what would, what would it be? And it would really just be like that, that element of, it's like drive paired with curiosity mm. and maybe like humility somewhere in the middle there where mm. you're, I mean, you're a great example too. Even though you're the coach, you're still, lear- you're, you're still looking at the person in 
a way of like, what can I learn? What value can I pull from this person? Mm. While I'm adding value, what can I learn? How can I implement their teachings into my life? And that is literally like my claim to fame. It's just working, washing windows, meeting somebody who recruits me into a pyramid scheme. Sure, Mm. morally, maybe that wasn't the best route. I was a naive 18 year old. But the point is, it was like, it was the curiosity element that got me into that scenario. That's what exploded my social skills. It was like, okay, what books should I be reading? What kind of jobs should I be looking for and why? And just Mm. like asking questions to people that were further along than me in the area that I wanted to grow in. So once it came, I mean, football, for an example, right, being coached, and then we, we take that to programming, seeking out some sort of a boot camp to teach me quickly. And then now this space, which is, okay, I, I can feel that there's like a lack in this area of my life. And coming across your content at that perfect time was like, okay, well, I can just pay, I can just trade something as insignificant as dollars, which I know that I'm going to get back, which I know I'm going to yep. be making until the day I die. And and I know that I'm going to be making it because I've never been homeless, even though I've had uh, almost zero in my balance in my bank account. So it's like, I'm always going to figure out how to get dollars back. So why would I not at 23 years old invest it into a skill that I've always wanted to learn that can benefit me in so many ways, which in hindsight, I didn't know at the time looking forward, but now I'm like, okay, it benefited me way more than just learning how to pick up girls. It's like, now I can really, it's like, I can... I can become the sort of person that because I'm willing to go through the discomfort now, I can just show my journey and inspire others to start their own journey and do the same. And that's, that's like the the value that I really pulled from it was, wow, if I, if I'm able to like put myself through all of these difficult, uncomfortable situations, just Mm -hmm. approaching girls happening to be one of them, then people can learn from that just through the, the osmo, just through the, the, the energy that I'm giving off the energy transfer comes off i don't know i don't remember what your question was but <laughs> no no it's fun it was no question it's just a free flow discussion of the best type i think being yeah. able to being able to document the becoming rather than just yeah. celebrating the being is everything when it comes to creating i don't even like to use the word content I, I see like videos podcasts blogs i see them as like individual pieces of art so i think anyone who creates things and puts them out there into the world we we are artists to an extent and like I was having this discussion with myself, uh, like literally last night is what I do, just talk to myself. <laughs> and I was like, um, like, what is an artist, right? I was like, oh, what is an artist? I was like, well, an artist is, an artist is brave. Like, an artist doesn't wait for permission to sing, to act, to, to dance. The artist just does. And artists are able mm. to be brave, you know, to put themselves out there into the world, to risk public rejection or, or public humiliation. And I think now watching mm. you create this, like the channel that you've got, I think, I'm I'm almost more uh, fulfilled from that than yeah. the coaching, the day game side, because it's like, oh fuck, like I've been a somewhat uh, catalyst for not just one element of your life, but your your life holistically, and it's like. I, I want everyone who's associated with me to win, right? Like when, if you make a video and it gets a million views, I, right. I, feel, I feel a win there. If you, right. you know, if, if guys start like coming to work with you and, and you're making a business out of this and you're, you know, spreading value across the fucking states and beyond, then it's like yeah. that, like I feel that win. Or if you go and get fucking married to an amazing girl who you met at the fucking McDonald's, like yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's it's like, uh, you, you, you Americans, <laughs> what's, the, what's the girl like you do in a, place like this I'm a man. 
um, but yeah, it's just it's, it's it's wins for me across the board. I didn't I didn't used to be like that. Like being an only child, growing up in like mm-hmm. a single parent household, I used to be very jealous. Right, I used to see other people succeeding as a, almost like it's preventing me from succeeding. I didn't have the mindset of abundance. Right, I was like I didn't realize that there's plenty of success to go around just because someone else wins doesn't mean that you lose. It's like, it's just this, it's this thing. But like, I, I had to train myself and I think becoming a coach, it, it really helped me or it's certainly helping me like strip back my own layers of bullshit. And like, yeah. I, we, I think we've all got that child inside of us. Like if you're at the gym, for example, or if, if I should, I should use I rather than you. If I'm at the gym and I see someone who has got a better body than me a former version of me would have felt a sense of lack now i feel inspiration now i'm like wow that's amazing look at what the human body is capable of that guy must have slogged his absolute guts out to get that i want to train harder now thank you anonymous stranger for inspiring me into action but my former self would have felt so insecure i'd have been like oh my god chris we're putting all this work in and there's still people better than us oh he's probably got better genetics oh i bet girls are gonna want him more than me oh no like all this all this like cataclysmic bullshit (laughs) and i i I always say to people like this process it'll change your fucking life it's not just about picking up girls it's way deeper than that it's literally like holding up a mirror to where you're at like literally putting a spotlight under your own self-limiting beliefs and insecurities like there's nowhere to hide with this uh, a good German, well, a good German friend of mine said, "Only judge a man once you've seen him in fields." It's such a German thing to say, like only judge a man once you've seen him in the field. But I, I do think it's true. I think you really hmm. get to know what a man is like when you see him in the cold approach environment. Some guys take to it really quick. Some like squirm and pussy out. It's like, mate, you knew what you're coming here for. It's like got a swing guy right, right. and complain about getting wet. Like, come on, let's do it. But <laughs> I, I think the guys who really succeed with this are simply the guys who just want it. And I think that's why you're able to smash it out the park in Warsaw. You knew exactly what you signed up for. You turned yeah. up. Yeah, you were scared. Yeah, you were nervous. Yeah, you had your own doubts, whatever. But you just wanted it. Like, you really just did want it. And, like, I've not worked with anybody who had the same level of, like, ferocious commitment that you've had. Is that something that you've always had? Or is it something you've learned? I, well, I think that... I think that the... Hmm, I, I want to... What I attribute that to is really just, like the characteristic of coachability, but I, I think that there's just more layers to it, to that, to that description, because I, I think humility is really the baseline. Like, mm. I think it's so, it's such an underrated skill really is like the, the ability to not see yourself as the authority figure, the ability to take advice and implement advice from other people. Just that, like that whole description there is what feeds into that ability to take advice from coaching in this space in day game and approaching women so yeah definitely something that's been developed but it's not like it's 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 something that's exclusive to me it was just like the hmm, how do i want to put this like it's just that being coachable i've realized through reps through doing it in other areas is what produces the result is just the curiosity just asking the questions going down the different rabbit holes in the different spaces and actually implement like the important part here is not just like hearing the advice and letting it go out one ear, but actually like implementing the advice regardless Mm. of how uncomfortable it is. And I think uh, a better way to put this too, is like, I've been able to like automate different areas of my life. So rather than taking your route, which is 
honestly the more noble route of teaching yourself this over the course of let's say three years i was like fuck that i don't want to do that i don't want to start from like recording myself on the floor i don't want to do all that shit how about i pay the guy that did all of that and i just literally steal his brain for a month and like ring it out and just like use everything that i'm learning from the three years of experience in this space that he's built up and just try to like plug it in it's it's funny it's actually really it parallels to programming what i do what i do for work is because like all all we do is try to make things more efficient it's like why would i repeat the same thing over and over again let's just make let, let's extract it and let's create a function for it so that every time i want to use this i can just mm. plug something in and get the output out so that's kind of like i'm just taking that and plugging that into different areas of life mm. and in this space it looked mm. like reaching out to you and actually listening implementing the advice and just like trusting you and just saying all right fuck it like he's going to tell me to do these drills mm. i'm going to do these drills i'm going to get the result like if one equals you know if one plus one is two that transitive mm. property says that i'm going to get the results yeah i'm I'm a believer now I, I never used to be i used to be like oh fuck off mate um in the whole like the way you do anything is the way you do everything right like I get flooded with random comments all fucking day. I get weird emails, weird DMs on Instagram, whatever. And there's always like this, just this this weak mentality amongst men today where they're all, not, not I shouldn't say where they're all, that's unfair. But there are a lot of guys who will reach out to me and they're, they're just weak, right? They just want easy, quick fix, magic bullet solutions. And it's like, oh, what's the easiest way to do this? Okay. Or oh, um, it's easier to swipe, it's easier to use dating apps, so why would you use, why why would you do cold approach, it doesn't make sense, bro, like, why don't you just swipe, why don't you just DM girls on Instagram, and it's like, there's, o- there's only so much I can say to that, because I do think that people resonate with people, like, my, mm-hmm. I don't think my approach is for everybody, I'm not a quick fix person, I'm not an instant graphic. I think day game is the ultimate process of delayed gratification because you're just getting yeah. fucking pummeled, mate. If you're like, especially yeah, you if you're are. doing this on your own, like you're going out there, you got you no fucking idea. What you, it's a bit like, I'm not a meditator, but I've got friends who yeah. are like into meditation. They say it's kind of like, very similar. Like when you're first meditating, you're sat there, like fucking looking around for, like 10 minutes, being like, mate, is this working? And because we're yeah. so like, so fucking like, like plugged in, to this quick fix culture like you know everything's available to us at the swipe of a screen or the touch of a button like we can't just sit down for 10 minutes and if we do sit down after those 10 minutes we're like huh nothing happened oh me- meditation doesn't work yeah. it's like saying right. like, marketing doesn't work or like <laughs> facebook ads don't work it's like it's not the process that doesn't work you're the problem like this only works if you do and i actually went yeah. through a process with my own marketing where because I, I i follow a lot of alex hormozy as i know you do and um yeah in a hundred million dollar offers he says like that va- he breaks down value and he says one of the the key components of value is a a perceived lack of effort right so i i tried to market my services to people in a way that would make them think that they didn't have to do a lot and now i recognize that that was a massive mistake like my personal strategy like a year ago because it's not easy like it's not there's no there's no way you can hack your way through cold approach you really can't it's like if you want to lose weight you could get a gastric band boom you're in right? Or if you want to like de-stress yourself, you go and fucking, what is it? Xanax or whatever. Like there are right. magic bullets for that. There's no magic bullets. There is no quick fix culture associated with cold approach. So now when I'm on the phone to people or even like on the Calendly booking page, I'm like, listen, mate, 
like do not sign up to work with me if you're not prepared to work like this is not for the faint hearted you'll get out what you put into it like i will go above and beyond to help you but like you have to be prepared to put the reps in because i've had like experiences in the past where guys turned up and he almost just expected like it's like he thought information yeah, he thought inf- he thought he thought information would result in implementation without him needing to do anything. It's like, mate, I will give you the playbook, I will hold you accountable, but you physically have to go in there. I can't do the, the talking for you. I'm not going to stick my hand up your ass and be like fucking ventriloquist. <laughs> it's like it's 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 on you. And now I make guys aware. My prices are very expensive. I'm not apologetic about it. Someone just asked me, Christian, can I have a discount off your fucking course? No, you can't. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not selling cheap products to cheap people. Right, right? Right, you can't right. afford my stuff. Either accumulate your finances to a respectable level. I don't even know what course you're talking about. If you're on about that course, which is twenty nine ninety nine, then. <laughs> Day game's not the thing you need me focusing on on, on my, on right. my fucking finan- your financial freedom aspect. But yeah. it, it's just like, it, it just it just baffles me. Because it's like, and also like to that question, I would say, please do not buy my course if you're struggling to afford it. Because the reason you're buying it is because you want this quick fix magic bullet solution, right? Realistically, the courses and the products that I put out they're put out to give you a stepping stone, to give you a sense of, right, I'm taking action now. You get exclusive content. You get more connected to me. But, like, don't just go around, like, buying courses just because they're cheap because you think, right, this is a solution to all my problems. It's not. Like, you so, do – go on. Well, I was going to say, so you, what you're saying now actually is, like, kind of reminding me of, of something that I wanted to bring up. It's yeah. re- loosely related to the topic that you were mentioning about, like, the type of person that you want – working with you and yeah really to that like this you're you're the way you're framing it makes it seem as though it's it's and this isn't because you're framing it this way but someone might hear this and think this is binary like you're either the person that that you would want to work with or you're not and in reality it's like getting yourself to the threshold it's exactly like you're here you're here now yeah there are things that you can do physically yeah. socially financially to like yeah. push yourself over the edge to where now you're ready to work with you you're ready to get into this. A hundred, a hundred percent. Like you might not be ready to work with me right now, but in a year, if you take the necessary action steps, then I hope you will be. And I will delight you beyond belief. Like I take my client journeys so seriously. Like my biggest fear is anybody leaving feeling disappointed. And that's why when guys invest their money, their money into my service, like I'll be there for you. It's not just like, Oh, I want to be, I want you to be successful for like a fucking weekend or a day or whatever. Like, I'm in your corner for as long as you want me to be there. But all I ask in return is that you actually give this 100%. And like, if you are not in a place in your life where you are financially struggling or you're out of shape, you've got toxic habits, your mental health is not on point, like, I'm not another one of those fucking charlatans who's going to sell you a dream and then maybe you'll get results, maybe you won't. See you later. Thanks for working with me. Ta-ra. Like, they just don't care. Like, there's just so many people in this space or just the online space in general just charlatans don't give a fuck don't give a fuck right, about right. making friends with the clients like i've got guys right, in my group who are like i coached two years ago or like two months ago two weeks ago it's just like you know we work together you're my friends but yeah. like all, with all my friends like i'll tell you what you need to know rather than what you want to hear you know if you're being a pussy because i want the same feedback as well like i like having guys in my group such as yourself who can just say oh well that's interesting but i actually think this like, i disagree with that have you considered this you know and I think so, we, we, just, we just need that feedback. So talking about the group here, I'm curious, 
I don't really know the answer to this yet, but why, why is it that this community that you've been able to build, why is it so effective? Because I would have never been the person to initiate a group chat like this, where we're throwing out just like abstract ideas. And it's not, it's not, I mean, it can get technical, but oftentimes it's not, it's really just from like a high level. Why, why is the sense of community even important to you? What do you think it does for us? And then like, how do you think it affects like how we're able to produce just what are your general thoughts on that that sense of community that you've been able to build? Mm. So I think it's a really good question. I would frame it in this way. I think the two things that people want most in life are healthy relationships and strong communities. I think if you found any millionaire in the world who's got millions in the bank, but he's lacking strong relationships and strong friendships, he would trade all of that money in a heartbeat to be loved and to be respected. That's what men, I think genuine that that's what men want. They want to receive love from the feminine and respect from the masculine. I think that is the ideal reality. If you're waking up in the morning, you've got women or one woman who just absolutely adores you, who will do anything for you, like the classic ride or die. And you've also got friends who you can go out with, you can bounce ideas off. If, you're, if your fucking wife has been a little bit pain in the ass, you can talk about it with the guys. Or even if you're just experiencing like relationship issues, you've got your guys to, to soundboard with rather than just like having your woman being your like one and only, like, you know, just yeah. talking to her about everything. So I think those are the two most important things. In life, I, I genuinely do think that it's relationships and community. And because I didn't have those things growing up, I've always felt this massive lack in my life where I was like, well, I didn't, I think when you're, when you do start off from a place of lack, like you explained it, it for me anyway, it just gave me this, this, this strong, like desire to be, uh, uh, to, to, to look after people, I think. Mm like to give people a sense of community where they are witnessed, they are important and they do actually matter. And I think the reason that the community that I've built is so strong is because I give an outrageous level of care. I think yeah. because I, I genuinely care about the people who I'm associated with, it doesn't matter if it's like 1am or I've just got off a flight and I'm really tired or I'm having a really bad day. It, it, like if, if my people need something from me, like I'll be there, right? It's not like, right, you know, I'll set this up and I, oh, how can I outsource this? How can I fucking get AI to right. send, send on right. automated voice messages <laughs> to my clients? Like what's, what's the least amount of effort I can do right. to most amount of money? I don't care about that. I'm not motivated right. by materialistic trophies. I'm, I'm, I'm motivated by personal and group satisfaction, right? Just knowing that I've actually had a positive and benevolent impact on the people who have, who have demonstrated faith into me that's how I see money. I view money, I've got different definitions of it, but money to me is oxygen. It allows me to breathe. It allows me to continue breathing in a world that I love. But also money is validation as well, right? Like when I when I charge high ticket prices, like Hormozy always says, it's like, it's a game, right? Like business life, it's playing like the infinite game rather than like, oh, how much money can I make a month? It's like, oh, how can I be number one? But yeah, for how long? Like if you're playing like the finite game, you're going to lose. But if you're playing the infinite game and you're just, what's the phrase, like play to play, that's just yeah. a beautiful place to be. Because it's like, well, we're just here and it's nice and it's fun. And yeah, sometimes it sucks, but like sometimes it's good as well. So I just think, yeah, for me, like starting off from that place of life, like having no friends, fucking no romantic options, just feeling as though like I was just like a worthless piece of shit for a good amount of my life. It's like, oh, well, now I can just give something back 
and just like help other people feel like less lost in the world. But that's, that's and also the final thing I'll say, this doesn't mean that I'm going to be a fucking mother too, yeah? Like, I'll be both parents too, yeah? I'll be, I'll be the strict father and the nurturing mother. Because sometimes, like, because I do have a good level of social intelligence, I know when guys are just being pussies and they just need to be told, listen, mate, you're here for a reason. We're either going to do this or we're not. You've paid a lot of money for this. So either, you know, get your finger out your ass or stop crying about it. Or if I feel as though a guy does just need more of that nurturing love, basically that nice feminine energy, then I can give that to him. It's a little bit like when the child falls off the climbing frame, right? When the child falls off the climbing frame, First of all, the child needs a love from mother. Being like, oh, it's okay. I'm here for you. I've got you. You're, you're safe now. But then he needs the authoritarian, tyrannical uh, cadence from father being like, right, why did you fall off the climbing frame? How can we avoid this happening? You know, it's the emotional mix with the logical. Right, I think right. most guys or coaches or whatever, very one-dimensional beings, they think, right, to be a man, I just need to do, you know, I need to be dominant. I need to be alpha. I need to be robot. You know, robot man, this is how I win. This is how women will respect me. But I, I, I do think that they are severely misguided. I think they're being brainwashed by the brain dead in this whole red pill manosphere content. Like, oh, be a high value man, you know, like, you know, like just like, you know, fucking uh, whatever. Just like you need to be this, this and this. And if you're not this, this and this, if you're showing emotions and you're connected with that nurturing side, then you're some like fucking weirdo. It's like, no, I just think that's a delusional, a, a bad delusional mindset because you're only experiencing half of your identity. Like we're born right. from the masculine and the feminine. So I think it's our, our God-given right to be able to honor both of those energies and always be asking yourself, what does the moment want? That's, that's why now when I'm on dates with girls, they'll say things like, I just can't, I can't work you out. Like you're not, you're not like a typical lad. I don't understand it. It's like one minute you're like this, one minute you're like that. I, I don't get it. Like there's just something different going on here. I think it's being able to tap into the masculine and feminine energies. I think it's a man's greatest superpower, actually, if he can actually be in tune with the side of himself that maybe he feels ashamed of. Very interesting. There's yeah. a lot there. But yeah, there was. There's one thing. There's one thing that you mentioned uh, towards the end there that that brought it kind of stirred something up in me so it's your approach to so if we were to like go all the way back to the beginning of this conversation we talked about like why why was i so attracted to you like your your, your approach to this whole thing and i think like you just helped me answer it the reason is because a lot of the stuff that i was consuming up until the point where i reached out to you was framing things in a way where it was like the girl was in the wrong and the guy is just this victim that due to unfortunate circumstances has to deal with the evil girl that's always going to be cheating on them that's always going to be throwing shit tests at him and and so he unfortunately has to learn this red pill content in order to like mm -hmm. to combat this whereas your mm -hmm. approach is so is so completely opposite it's it's we're equal and you just need to, to radically develop yourself and as mm -hmm. a byproduct of that you can also develop these skills. So like if you're developing yourself socially, just holistically, as a byproduct of that, you can do cold approach. As a byproduct of fixing your mental state and the way that you view, the, the lens through which you view the world, mm. if you're able to like, to, to change that from a victim kind of a mentality to somebody that can conquer, to somebody that can achieve, to somebody that can strive and work hard, then as a byproduct of that, you can also now, you've unlocked the ability to learn how to cold approach, to learn how to do day game, to learn how to do these different things. And it's, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm, I'm curious on your take there, but that's like, I think that's truly what, what attracted me to your, your teaching style, your coaching style was 
that rather than taking this backseat victim mindset, oh, unfortunately, the girl is always going to cheat on me. So I have to learn these tactics to combat that to prevent. It's like, nah, we can just radically, aggressively develop ourselves in all different facets of life. And as a byproduct of that, we can also attract women. So what, what, is your, what are your thoughts? Yeah, definitely. But I, like, I think like a lot of, and I've gone down the rabbit hole so many times, like, you know, falling down the whole, like, right, you know, be a high value man, like it's us versus them. It's this war of the sexes. It's competitive rather than collaborative. And I just, I, I see that space now from like a, a transcendent perspective, having spent a lot of time in there. And I just yeah. see it as a bunch of scared lost little boys who just deeply want to be wanted just severely insecure people who are who, who needs to play the manipulation games because they want to be the one who doesn't get hurt that, that that's really all it is and i can say that with complete certainty because i've played that game i've yep. like I've, I've i've been in relationships with with women where i've been manipulative i've i've yep. been applying these tactics because yep. i thought this is like this is what's gonna really give me this validation from the feminine. This is this is what she wants, you know. Like this is how how you play the game. And I understand like why guys are there. I understand how how easy it is to get trapped there. Um, if you are consuming a lot of this manospheric content where it's very anti women, but it, it, it's like it doesn't make any sense to me because like realistically, as humans, we all just want the same things. Like we all just want to connect. We want to be loved for who we are rather than what we have. So why are we just playing these these childish playground games? Why can't we just say to the world, listen, I'm insecure as fuck. These are my flaws. I'm working on myself. I'm doing everything within my power to be as good as possible. But at the end of the day, I'm a human being. I wake up in the morning. Sometimes I fucking hate my life. I'm like, oh, avalanche of anxiety, bombarded by my own bullshit, thinking, oh, shit, I don't know what I'm doing. I feel lost. in it. That's absolutely fine. I don't know why we have to try and pretend that we're these paragons of perfection that feel no emotion. I think the best yeah. thing you can do is is actually <laughs> feel emotion. Like why I don't know why mm. we're we're all trying as men to like be so it's not even stoic. I think like the whole stoic thing has been like severely misinterpreted. I think people think, oh, you know, stoic is just you have to be a robot. Like for me, stoicism is just being able to say to yourself, no matter what, I can handle it. Yeah, you might be going through a turbulent emotional shitstorm in your life right now. You might have had some bad news. You might be, you know, doubting yourself. Like when I got fucking banned from America, I was in that room right. getting inter interrogated by the federal guys. I wasn't my my my, my charismatic chirpy self there, was I? Fuck, I was shitting it. I was yeah. so scared. I was thinking, am I going to get like thrown into some American jail? And like, <laughs> that's that, the that, worst time. Yeah, no, right? They, 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 they have McDonald's in them and everything. Oh, man, they're going to be showing Big Macs in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you love me. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, like, I just think, like, as, not even, like, just as men, but I just, I think, like, as people, if we do want to have these these beautiful, nourishing relationships, then, yeah, do everything you can to look and feel as good as possible. 100% do that. Like, go to the gym. Like, you know, sprint up and down hills. Spend more time outside. Spend time with good people. Get a great paying job. Do all of that stuff. Like, acquire materialistic trophies. Because it's fun. It's fun to play that game, right? It's fun to, like, yeah. to, to acquire things. But I do think there is space, necessary space, for just being able to just be honest with yourself. You don't even have to do it with real people. Just, like, just be with yourself. Yeah. And just be like, huh, I feel quite shit right now. Don't know why, but I'm just going to... I'm just going to sit with this and actually just like enter the moment with yourself. Cause like now when I meet people, 
Like, I'm so tapped into the moment because you can tell someone who's there and someone who isn't. It's like someone comes, mm-hmm. comes over to you, it's like, oh, hi, how are you? Oh, wait, what, what's, what's your name yeah. again? Like, they're just so hurried. But if someone comes over yeah. to you, it's like, Yo, you know, really good to meet you. Like, how are you doing? You, you can just tell that immediately. And that's how you forge these beautiful connections. It's like, like literally just being there in the moment. And yeah, you could probably yeah. meditate. I'm not really an advocate of it. I don't really see much value. Just sat on the floor, just being like, yeah, this is, you know, I think like true meditation is being able to be calm in the chaos. So like doing something that is difficult, inherently difficult, um, and just being able to manage your stress in a highly stressful environment. Like when I was like, you know, getting in, interrogated and fucking policing, like just being able to like control my own mind. Like for me, that's the best meditation practice there is. When you're able to actually be calm uh, in high stress environments. I've got no fucking idea what the question was, but yeah, hopefully you touched on it. Yeah. And uh, interesting. Yeah, I, I like the the examples that you used. I remember the interrogation video. That was one of my favorite videos to watch from you. Uh, but yeah, you're talking about high stress, being able to like handle yourself in high stress environments. And then also like to, to go a bit further back, uh, you're talking about uh, like being scared of like p- being scared of being perceived and judged. And I think that's why like that is what builds up the ego for me was like, if we're talking about why, why are we, why are we seeing it? Why are we viewing it as like man versus woman? Why are we having to play these tactics? Why are we feeling insecure? And for me, I just think it goes all the way back to, yeah, just the school days to like being ridiculed for having a crush for Mm. having, being, having text message screenshots sent to everybody about, Oh, this is what Ephraim is saying to this girl. And so I think it really was like built up. It feels like we're almost, and this of course isn't everybody's experience, but I see that a lot of the times where it's just like we're seasoned to be scared to show intent, to be scared to put ourselves out there, to be scared to be vulnerable in public. Because mm-hmm. if you were in high school doing that, people would capitalize on that for popularity for whatever reason. And mm-hmm. so now if we were to translate that into today, you know, even though it's been five, six years, it still like hangs in the back of your head when you're, when you're trying to express yourself, when you're trying to be vulnerable. And so it's a lot of, it's a lot of unlearning that we're having to do in order to then move forward and be able to express ourselves like that. So yeah, a lot of the, the, like the journey from where I was to up until the point where I met you was a very long journey. It's funny, like that was a, it took years, years of unlearning years. And then, and then years of learning on top of that to get to the point where now I'm ready to learn how to approach girls. It's like, that was the true journey. And then the approaching just took four weeks of fucking pounding it, just pounding the pavement four weeks and I'm there. So it's like, people yeah. might see that. They might see like the four week journey. Yeah. Oh, wow. This guy's a fucking natural. Like all it took, but really it was like, it was just six years before that. That was the true journey that allowed mm-hmm. me to then capitalize on that and, and start learning the skill set. How, how much time do you have, by the way? I'm not sure what time you need to leave. Yeah, around now. I mean, if we if you have any other thoughts, I'm still I'm still open to talking about. No, no, I, no, no, that's absolutely fine. I was just the final thing I was going to ask is, uh, you've you've started your YouTube channel. Um, yeah. I just wanted to know, like, just like like why you started it and what guys can expect to get if they um go over and connect with you over there. Yeah. So really, I I started it because one, I wanted a way to document like my own journey on where I was to where I, to where I am. And now for sure where I'm going, cause I plan on going a lot further than I am. So yeah, that's what, that's what I started it. What is it about? It's really just me talking about my journey, me talking about the things that I've learned along the way, not in a authoritarian, like this is what you should do, but this is what I did. 
if mm. you find value in it, if you think it aligns with the way that you operate and, and you can find you can find success in like implementing the, the teachings that I've learned that I didn't come up with, but I've learned, then you should do so. But as far as what to expect, yeah, just like general content about how I deal with girls. I mean, it's for, it's a wide array of stuff, like from how I text girls and like the actual text technically to like how I think about high level things, how I think about it, why I move in the world the way that I do. Um, it'll be even more technical. I'll probably go into things about like dress, maybe facial expressions, actual talking points, but yeah, just high level stuff about really, it's just like a, a, to summarize it in a sentence, it's a, it's a channel to show my journey from being very bad with women Mm -hmm. to being less bad with women and Mm -hmm. how I got from point A to point B. So that's what Yeah, no, I'll, um, I'll put, I'll include you in the title and I'll put your links in the description as well. And then guys can go along. Hopefully a lot of the guys are already familiar with anyway, because we made a good amount of content in Warsaw. Yeah, we did. Great. Like I remember just bringing that on and just getting the tripod, sticking it down and be like, right, we're going to create content today. So I didn't even give you the, they didn't even give you the topic. (laughs) Switch switch it on. People everywhere. Ah, yeah, let's yeah. make a video about becoming the most fuckable version of yourself. People are like, like looking over, like fucking school children. <laughs> like, what is that? Pandas, animals, it was ridiculous. <laughs> fucking dancing panda, man. <laughs> yeah, um, no, that was a that was a great time. Absolutely. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I look forward to more of those experiences with you in the future. Um, yeah. like I always potentially say, like, Mexico City. Who knows? Yeah, hundred percent, man. Like you have to just uh play play the game right where you work and i'll see you in mexico and then absolutely start doing more of these fucking like in-person stuff as well anyway i'll let you go like i say you can find all of Ephraim's stuff i'll link it in the description go over subscribe to him show him love he's gonna be pumping out a ferocious amount of content so yeah it's best best time to get involved in your content really because you are just documenting the journey i think that's the most valuable place to be it's like you are in the becoming phase not the being i think you know you're not sitting there you're ivory tower being like i figured it all out it's like here's what I'm doing. I hope it's valuable for you as well. So I think that's the most valuable content that people can watch right now. So yeah, follow his stuff, click the links, subscribe to him, like all of his fucking videos. Uh, if anyone dislikes any of his videos, I'm going to uh, shove marshmallows up your nostrils <laughs> until you bleed out your anus. Right, you, you have been warned. Uh, for anybody who's asking for discounts off courses. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> all right, thank you. I'm going to let you get on with your day. Uh, I'll speak to you all soon. Right. Stay sexy.